everyone's favorite police sergeant walks in to the interrogation room. And uh, he he looks at you and says, uh, I, I kind of convinced them to not record anything in here. It took some doing, which is why I'm uh, a little later than I'd like to be. But here we are. Here we are. Yep. Should I, uh, should I just let you start, or how do we, how are we gonna... Well, I figure we let you, uh, guide the session. You start asking questions, I start providing answers. <sighs> just keep in mind there are some things I will not be allowed to answer, but I will do my best. Okay, um, I, I don't, I'm not sure I actually know where to start, so I guess I'm gonna... I'll try to, I guess, start with, uh... Let's start with right here. Let's start with Burlington and work our way out. How about that? Alright. Okay. Champ. Lake monster. Well, there's definitely something in that lake. There's definitely something big that I suppose gives credence to that legend, but I have not had very detailed run-ins with. So, uh, I cannot say much about that. But yeah, you have uh, a lake monster. Huh. <sighs> okay. Although I will say, if it hasn't caused problems for you yet, I doubt it intends to. Oh, that's not... Okay, I'm I'm mostly just asking so that I can kind of figure out a fucking baseline of just how goddamn weird my world is about to be, okay? It's about, it's about to get pretty fucking weird. Yeah, that's exactly what I was afraid of. Today... Uh, fuck, I knew I shouldn't have got out of bed today. So, let's see. Uh, What else? Like, what else is around here that would be weird that I ought to be familiar with? Well, I suppose there's probably... um. There's, there's a whole variety of shit going on around here. There's a... You you may have noticed your lake has a bit of a ghost problem. Uh, New Year's Eve. New Year's Day. Whatever fucking time it was. I lost track of it. But, uh, yeah. You may ha you have yourself a lot of history in this area, and that means there's a lot of ghosts. Oh, You good. might think that's just something that you you go on a ghost tour for the tourists in the autumn, but, uh, there's some credence to them stories. You're gonna say credence a lot today, ain't you? The... Yeah, it's... I mean, it's an apropos term. Oh, I'm... Yeah. Just... It just sadly confirms uh, something that I... Again, worst case sort of scenario fear that I'm gonna keep asking about stuff and you're gonna keep saying, yeah, of course. I mean, there's some stuff I'm not gonna be able to answer, but I'm gonna be giving you a lot of yeses. Hmm. Actually, given... Okay, why can't you answer some things? There are people all around you in this city. They're everywhere you go. Everywhere in this goddamn world, you are not far from someone who is involved in this world, who has power from this world or some stake in it. And they are people who it is not my place to divulge the identities of. They just want to live in peace. And trust me, if if too much of this gets out to too many people, there's going to be a whole lot of... There's going to be a big old storm. So if this if I have to hide an answer for me it's protecting someone, then that's where my priorities are. So if I were to, say, ask about uh, Marjorie's kid, Chris, she always kind of seemed like a weird one to me. I tried to, you know be friendly with her, but, uh, she doesn't give me the time of day. That's not something we're really here to talk about. Okay, so that's a yes. Uh, hmm. I don't know why, I don't know if you have a problem with this kid. Fucking, look, if you're having a problem with some teenager that you think is a weirdo, that ain't, that really ain't here or there. That's not what I meant, and I think you know that. Well, you're gonna have to get to your head that if I don't answer a question, that is not a confirmation. You might well, then think what the it fuck is. are you doing here? 
I'm going to answer some questions about other shit, not the people who are on the periphery. I mean, you just told me that I am always in spitting distance of somebody connected to this magical world that I know nothing about and haven't known a goddamn thing about for several decades. And apparently it's just always been there. I have a job in this town. You might have noticed from this badge that I have and the job title. My job is supposed to be keeping people around here safe. So how am I supposed to do that if you tell me that there are things I need to keep people safe from, but you're not going to tell me who I need to keep safe and what from? Do you divulge who's in witness protection when someone asks you politely? Is that, is that actually what's happening? It, do you, are you talking it's about just, people in my city that are in magical witness protection? No, but it's a similar concept. But also, it's just the fact that if they want you to know, they gotta be the one to tell you. I can't just go around going, Oh yeah, you know the person at the grocery store? They're a wizard. You know the person that runs that weird diner car thing? That's a witch. I can't just go around talking about who people are, what their identities are. That's, that's not keeping them safe. That's just spitting their name to anyone I think I can trust. And that, that's just going to lead to more problems. Right now, what's going on is more between me and you, and how I can help keep you safe. Sergeant Ditko kind of leans forward. I have a serious question here. Yep. Law of attraction. With, say, magic. Do, uh, you magical types tend to attract other magical types to you? I mean, we tend to find our way to one another, yeah. Okay. And, uh, I'm gonna assume, given that piece you're carrying that's, uh, currently, you know, confiscated and will be returned to you shortly, that, uh, you don't always want that, uh, attention, do you? No, not always. Okay. So... I'm trying to kind of equate this to, like, say, I don't know, if, you know, one criminal organization of a particular stripe shows up, then competition is bound to ensue. It ain't that black and white. I mean, it usually is for me. We don't get that privilege. But do you, does you, being in my town, attract danger to this town. Not necessarily. I have someone in here that has a grudge against me right now that I'm dealing with. But overall, anything that's been happening to this town isn't because I'm here. The shit that happened on New Year's Eve, that's not because of us. We just happen to be right place, right time. I see. I am... I'm struggling to believe that because I'm trying to parse a lot of things that both simultaneously don't make sense, but also make too much sense. You get me? That's the way the world is. You start to get used to it after a while. Really? You do? Yep. Huh. It was definitely an adjustment period. I'll fucking tell you that for free. Hmm. <sighs> okay. So, uh, why don't you start by telling me what I need to keep pe the people in this town safe from? Right now, the thing that stole your voice. You gotta be keeping your ass peeled for that. And I'm not sure the best way to do that, because he can change his face. He can take voices. We got a way to take him down. We got a plan. Moving. And, God willing, the creek don't rise. He'll be dead within the next few days. I keep saying he, but I want to stress, this is not a citizen. Mm-hmm. This is not even a human I'm talking about. This is a fae. Are we talking... Okay, you say fae. Closest thing I can think of is, uh, Celtic fairies. You are... You are not far off. That is a whole lot of, uh, where they, the guys they take and the, uh, 
influence they have. Um, there's the whole winter court, there's the summer court, there's a... Uh, there's the queen, there's the queen of winter, there's the she. There's, it's a whole lot of that stuff. Right now, one of them is, uh, causing a whole ruckus. Cause I didn't get a chance to put him down when I had the chance. Yeah, Irish on my grandmother's side, so, yeah. Okay. So I'm sure you've heard some of the stories, and some of them are even true. Oh, good. Cause they were never good. You know? Rarely. My advice to you is not to get entangled with Faye as much as you can. Uh-huh. So, uh, when my grandmother is telling me scary stories as a little kid about the Bane she coming to, uh, you know, prophesy death in the family. Oh, yeah, that is definitely a thing. They're just a little less common now that belief in them is less widespread. See, that's, that is the key to a lot of this. Belief is what gives a lot of these things their power. We are living in an increasingly secular world. We are living in a place where we put more of our faith in technology, we put more of our faith in science, and all of that is very real. All of that is material. All of that is true. But the spiritual things out there, they might be getting less power, but those stories are still told. And as long as those stories are being told, they will exist. <sighs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a moment if you don't mind. Uh, I, I'll be, uh, I've had some, uh, I've had some nightmares due to, you know, good old Gran, so I'm sure those will be coming back tonight. That's fucking something to look forward to. Dicko, might have asked you a question. If you make it quick. What's your first name? I really don't see how that's relevant. No, I just want to connect on a more personal level, is all. Well, I, uh, frankly, I thought you already had it since, you know, the very first time we met, you asked for my goddamn badge number. Wait, we did? Did do we have his first name? What's his first name, Mike? I don't remember it. We, we got his badge number, but I don't think we ever looked it, it up or anything. <laughs> you never did. did anything with that information. It was honestly you just kind of antagonizing him. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, no, I didn't honestly follow up on that. Hmm. That's, uh, that, the, of all the things you said today, maybe the most surprising. Incredible. <sighs> I had a lot of shit in my plate over the next 48 hours. Yeah, uh, if all that nonsense that, uh, <laughs> was going on was somehow connected to this magical world of yours, then I bet you fucking did. Walter. Anyway, I gotta be right back. Alright. Listen, Walter. I know you're gonna need Sergeant. time. It, this is... This is gonna take some adjustment. I know you and I ain't friends, but... If there's any way I can help with that period. I'll, uh... I'll be right back with some water. You, uh... You enjoy your pop in the meantime, I guess. I'll be right back. He even called it by the right name. See, I am getting through to him. He just sort of shakes his head and sighs to himself and uh, exits the interrogation chamber. And you are in a room alone by yourself for a moment. I am taking a sip of that pop. Well, there you go. It's delicious because of course it is. Absolutely. After a short amount of time passes, hard to tell, uh, he comes back and he says... Well, this is a very interesting turn of events, but uh, I guess this is going to be cut even shorter than I thought. Oh, yeah? Yeah, uh, apparently uh, one of your friends called your fucking lawyer. Uh, oh, huh. Well. This, uh, I, this sentence is strange to you, Albion. You don't have a lawyer. That's because I don't. I don't have a lawyer. Uh, well... So, unless it's Dez's attorney, it ain't mine. Um, excuse me, uh, but it is not in your best interest as my client to deny that you have a lawyer. I'm not quite sure what you're trying to gain from this. You hear a voice behind Ditko, and Ditko just sort of pinches his fingers uh, between, you know, the bridge of his nose on it between his eyes. It's just like, <laughs> he's very insistent. 
All right, bring him in. Let's talk with him in the room. Yes, you've run my client in for a crime that he could not possibly have committed. So uh, I believe that we shall have a few words and then be on our way. Uh, now, listen, attorney, do you mind if I get your name there, sir? What, what does he look like? Well, you haven't quite seen him yet, uh, but he he inf he says out loud, uh, uh, I'm going to have to uh, demand, as is my legal right, time alone with my client uh, before, uh, you know, before you interrogate this this man any further. So uh, away with you. Away with you, Sergeant, please. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's funny. I was just. I was just about to confess, actually. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, he, uh, Ditko just sort of, uh, turns around looking like he's going to murder someone. I will remind my lawyer that, uh, I'm the one who, uh, who apparently hired you. So I'm the one who gets to make the calls here. And, uh... I would like to talk to you, but I would like the sergeant to be in the room. That's very legally irresponsible, but um, if if that's if that's the client's wishes, then well, okay. After you, sergeant. The detective sergeant is just having a bad time. <laughs> he looks just like he could probably commit some crimes on this person and uh entering into the room behind him is a pretty well-dressed individual um looks like he's got you know suit and tie like you'd expect a lawyer to have i'm gonna need you to make me an alertness roll and the alertness is a one it's Vinny. well <laughs> That's a, it's a three I rolled a three Mike okay you immediately identify uh, this person's face because the last time you saw this person's face they were on Miss Barrow's slab and she had just tossed that head round the door closes oh. I smile at him this wolfish smile and I'm just like <laughs> you dumb son of a bitch. Um, excuse me. You remember what I told you when we met in Oklahoma. I said I would keep finding new ways to hurt you, and here you are delivering yourself to me, you stupid fuck. Oh, well, that's fascinating, because I do know a couple of important things says the uh the gentleman the victim that you recently whose cell phone you called by the way he says i know a couple of things one thing i know is that the detective sergeant here uh he's, he might be a little slow on the uptake so uh hi nice to meet you i've been you and he just looks at him and is like albion are, is is this this, this our... is the guy? This is our man. And I was right about the first thing. The second thing is that Faye cannot tell a lie. And the third thing is that you are not currently in possession of your firearm, Mr. Albion Graves. You think I need that to hurt you? Actually, and uh, before he's even finished saying the word, he has already moved across the room and has his hand to your throat. I think you do. From behind you here, uh, you, you can definitely hear that uh, Ditko has drawn his weapon. Hey, hey, fucker. You let him go right now, or else I will unload. Um, Albion. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna look him in the eyes. You are in a building. Surrounded by people with firearms, and not only that, but a whole lot of cold iron. And he holds up his handcuffs. You came to me in the stupidest fucking place you could. He looks at you, and uh, he proceeds to start squeezing on your throat, and uh, he just says, You're right, I'm not gonna kill you here. 
and the floor drops out from under you. A way to the never-never has opened up, and you hear, uh, as he is rapidly moving through it, you hear discharges from Ditko's pistol, and uh, it doesn't seem like any of them connect, because he's just moved far too quickly, and all of a sudden, you're in the never-never with the Do I have any... Can I do... Is there any action I can take to try and not end up in there? Like, to try and move? You can attempt to take an action. Uh, he's moving extremely fast, so if you would like, we can try a contest. Um, it will be extraordinarily difficult. I'm just warning you ahead of time, but you will get a chance. That's fine. Alright. So what am I rolling against? It's. I think it's going to be straight up athletics against athletics. So, right now, Alrighty. your target is an eight. I rolled four pluses. Of course you did. I can I can show you, Michael. I, I this is four pluses. Uh-huh. And um I would like to spend two of my fate points to go over the top and have a greater success. I would like to tag Lone Wolf or Pack Hunter I'm versatile because this is me in my moment of sort of a lone figure fighting this guy, pretty much on my own, despite Dicko being there. And the other one is Protective Streak a mile long because this motherfucker hurt my sister. Okay. I would also like to try and wrap my handcuffs around his neck and start pulling. That's going to have to be something that you do um, after we resolve this, because he's attempting to put a maneuver on you. So now that you have uh, put distance... Uh, put success between the two of you, that means that he has failed in his maneuver attempt. So you are not actually pulled through this particular aperture. But uh, he has moved very swiftly, so he's on the other side. But you have somehow managed to uh, catch yourself kind of in reality, our reality a little bit, with some sort of quick-thinking move like... Uh, grabbing an edge, uh, like a chair leg, not chair leg, table leg, with your legs, um, and just barely managing to hang on, and uh, you see that he has dipped into the never-never, just on the other side of the opened way, and I suppose it is now your turn to respond to this situation, uh, firearm discharge did still happen, so it um it's hard to hear because this is a small room. Yeah, uh, the firearm did go off, and I'm just gonna look at him. I'm like, you're gonna have to explain a whole lot of shit if that way's still open when these folks when these cops come running. Uh, yeah. So and uh, I'm just gonna stare at him, and I'm going to make um I'm gonna make a social attack against him. Against whom? The um the the Fay. Him. Oh, the body snatcher. Yeah. All right. Um, do I need Gugnir active to use righteousness? I do believe it is actually uh, righteousness is tied to the weapon. Correct. I think so. I'm going to say in this instance that uh, yes, you are separated from your item of power, so anything tied to it, you will not be able to activate. All right. I'm just gonna look at him. I'm just gonna stare into his eyes with my own. Just looking at him, this was your best chance. You blew it. So I hope that you realize what's coming for you. I hope you realize that I have not forgotten and I have spent every night thinking of different ways to make you suffer. Hunting most things that I'd kill is to protect people. But with you, no. With you, it's because I want to enjoy watching you die. You stupid son of a bitch! I think that's the last thing you're going to get to say in this particular attack, because that's a lot of words, and things are happening very fast. All right, that's only a plus one, so that is only an attack of two. But I'm going to, since I have seven fate points left, I'm going to uh, tag two more of them, use two more of them to invoke a hard-traveling magic dabbling gunslinging monster hunter, and um, protective streak a mile long. Okay, very good. So the total on that is a six social attack, I believe? Yeah. Okay. Well, it looks like he's a little bit rattled. 
uh, by all of this, but it's not quite enough to effectively scare him all the way away. You can tell that you have inflicted at least a minor, uh, a um, mild social consequence of a little rattled. And um, he, uh, he looks at you and says, Au contraire, this was your best chance to escape. And I would like to uh, give a fate point to you, my dude, to uh, invoke your trouble aspect of Monsters Have Long Memories and say that this is the time when it's just, he is just far too fast in this moment for you. Um, you've basically used up your tricks and he's aware of what those tricks look like and you're getting pulled through. That's a compel. Sorry, not an invoke. So I would like to compel your trouble aspect in that way, and you get a fate point for it. Or you may resist for uh, a fate point. If I go through there, I'm fucked. But you know what? I'm interested to see what your plan is and where this goes. So I'm going to let him pull me through. Okay. Well, this, this body snatcher fella, you know that he has the capacity to straight murder somebody before they can even realize that he's there. And you feel like maybe you got lucky the last time in keeping yourself grounded in our plane. And he just moves faster than the wind. And all of a sudden you have disappeared into a hole in reality, into the never-never. And the two of you are sort of tumbling onto what I would call a, a verdant field. Um, it is It is warm. It is lovely, and this particular guy, it doesn't seem too pleased with any of that. Uh, it, it looks like he's not having a lot of fun right now, but uh, he has dragged you into the never-never, and he just looks at you and says, Well, Albion, I suppose we should end our little dance. It is your turn. I am going to try to, like I said, I'm going to try to get my handcuffs around his neck. Okay, so make me a roll. Uh, I would say, do handcuffs count as fists or would they count as a weapon, I think, in this case? Weapon. <laughs> in this case, I... Mm, that's tough. Uh, I'm going to say that you are going to be uh, restricted by acrobatics because this is an awkward thing that you are doing. But I will give you weapons restricted by acrobatics. So, is your All acrobatic right. score lower than your weapon score? It is. Okay, so you are at a minus one. Wait, we have an acrobatic score? Yeah. Yes. You have a very high one. Really? I thought it was athletics. You have both. both. Oh. Uh, quick editor's note from future Michael. Uh, there is no acrobatic skill. It is athletics. Darius is right, and I am wrong. And weirdly so is Gwen. Anyway... All right, that is three pluses. What's the total? Um, is it three pluses minus one or three pluses plus one? Oh, it's minus one because you're restricted. Weapons plus two. Okay, that's five. Okay, five. Oh, sorry, that's, that's four, rather. Okay. Uh, unfortunately for you, his athletics clears that check, and you will have to pump that full of fate points if you want to meet his dodge of eight. Yeah, I could spend two fate points on that. I just got one, so I have a few to spare. Um, okay. I'm going to tag hard traveling magic dabbling gunslinging monster hunter, and I'm going to invoke uh, magic and ancient weapons that are a match for a boss 12 at your side, because I am uh, not using magic or ancient techniques or anything like that. I'm just using cold iron and rage. Okay, so you are attempting to put a maneuver on him, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Cold iron across his throat, and um, I'm stricting his air. I believe you'd be engaging in a grapple at this point. Yeah. Basically, it's like a, I'm trying to do like a rear naked choke, but with handcuffs. Okay. Neat. Well, you are able to successfully put this maneuver on, and you, uh, you have approached and actually got your hands with the handcuffs around, and uh, you, you're behind. Uh, you're behind him, yeah. correct? Okay. Yeah. And I'm trying to basically like pull him to the ground with uh with like me under him so that I can like wrap my legs around him and like like MMA shit. Okay. Well, 
he is not too pleased with what you've done, at least as far as you can tell. The audience, however, can actually see that he has a impish little grin on his face as his facade of the uh, the victim that he had previously killed has fallen away. And you are confronted with the shape changer's true form. And the shape changer's true form is a humanoid that just, it's very smooth. It's featureless even, but you can still identify that there are limbs and a face and things in a humanoid shape where you would expect them to be, but they just, there's just, it's just lacking. The details and the definition, it, it just, it's bizarre how much nothing is there, and yet it's all there. So there is a shape upon this blank face that mimics a smile uh, as it spins itself around in your embrace to show that to you, and you see another way open up beneath you. You are in Lake Champlain with this thing that does not actually have a visible mouth. All right, and that was my turn? Yep, as you were grappled, uh, you were rather uh, part of that, that move, uh, and it is now your turn. May I ask a quick question? You may. How long would you say it's been since uh, we separated from Albion? I would say it's been between 20 to 30 minutes. Okay, carry on. What are you doing on your turn there, Albion? Um, you are literally submerged in freezing cold water. I'm going to try to hurt him more. The way I see it, if I hurt him and get him to start panicking, he might try to open another way. Okay, go for it. So I believe since you are maintaining a grapple, uh, everything else is considered a supplemental. So is that a minus one? But uh, given what you are currently doing, I think this would constitute fists at this point and not weapons. Uh, that is a only a plus two, so that is only a three. Okay. Um, he is also restricted by this grapple, so uh, he is actually uh, much easier to hit in this particular instance, especially when I roll like that. So we're at a five. All right. I will, I will invoke magic nature weapons are no match for a spas 12 again. Mm-hmm. Down to only three fate points. I feel like the entire point of this encounter was to drain them of me. I will not say. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. I knew it. No, actually, um, it was to make a compelling piece of narrative. Anyway, so <laughs> uh, yes, uh, I'm going to give the handcuffs here a, a weapons rating uh, because they are cold iron and they are break, you know, satisfying as catch. So... There is a bit of uh there's a bit of a choke and it definitely hurts some. However, this thing is just it's just gonna keep holding you because at this point it seems like you're going to run out of air eventually, and perhaps it's not. And then there is a peculiar sort of warmth. It's very, very cold under the water, of course, but there is something that you can feel moving toward you. It's, it's, it's just a current in the water that you can feel, and all of a sudden, you are actually going to take a bit of injury on this uh, because this is something coming your way, and you're in a bit of a grapple, so you are... Uh, restricted. Make an athletics check. Also, you're underwater, so that's going to be a minus two against you for this particular athletics for the uh, the scene tag of submerged. And uh, here we go. What's my target? Well, the attack at the both of you has come to a seven. Oh, shit. Yeah, there's no way I'm outrolling that. Not even with a plus three. Um... <laughs> My athletics is a plus two, so that's that's just gonna be a three defense. So I'm gonna take, gonna have to mark four on my stress chart. Okay, you are struck in the back by something, moving much faster through the water than it you feel like you should be, and suddenly 
you, you can see the brightness above you getting brighter and brighter. And you have effectively been punched out of the water and into the air. Not much of the air, but you have been punched out of the water by something. And uh, I'm going to have you roll to maintain that grapple because it's a lot of motion really quickly. So uh, uh, roll against that seven to attempt to maintain the grapple. Actually, roll against the oh. difference. Roll against the difference, which was the difference four. was four. Yep. And uh, I rolled a I rolled the three pluses, so that's a four. Okay. So you are choosing to maintain the grapple on this thing, yeah. uh, even as you have been flung into the air uh, by a profound force. Yeah, I got an inkling as to what that was, so... Okay. Well, this is the first time I think anyone has actually had a turn of action while they've been in midair. So, uh... Our good friend, and uh, your good friend and mine, the Body Snatcher, is going to attempt to remove himself from the grapple. Please make a uh, contested athletics check, and this is quite an image. Mm, okay, that is a minus one, so it's only a plus one, but I'm willing to dump fate points. Uh, you're going to have to attempt to beat an 8. I don't think you have the fate points for that, given your bad roll. I do not. Okay. So, basically, he has managed to sort of shift his form in such a way that he's removed himself from uh, being restrained by this grapple. As, you know, he can literally change his own shape, he finally kind of T-1000s his way out of the handcuff grapple and is now just sort of flying through the air with, you know, next to you. And then you aren't next to him anymore as another tear in the fabric of reality opens up in such a way that it grabs you through it, but not the body snatcher. And as you fall into the other side of this portal, you hear, Hello! Hey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fendra! Hello, this is Christine here, and I'm about to do an adult-themed ad break. If you are under 21 years old, just go ahead and cover your ears right now. Did you do it? Okay, so, yeah, as I was saying, I'm an adult. I go to work. I don't sleep. I pay taxes. I wake up some days with the intense desire to own a cordless drill. Why is it unimportant? As an adult, I also drink adult beverages. I'm talking about them grown-up juice boxes, wine, and if you are in the part of the global pandemic where you are sipping wine right out of the bottle in your sweatpants while binging your favorite podcasts, have we got a deal for you. WineInsiders.com. Wine Insiders is an online wine retailer committed to better wine. And right now, if you buy six or more bottles of wine, you can enjoy free fast shipping. Some restrictions apply. WineInsiders.eqwh.net backslash ppn. Premium wines curated for you. A thousand plus awards of one. Wine delivered to you in two to three days. A hundred percent satisfaction guaranteed. No monthly commitment. Woo! WineInsiders.com. Thank you, as always, to the Pocket Podcast Network for providing a home for our beloved show. Please don't forget to tweet about our show using the hashtag GMMCast. We rely on word of mouth. Your mouth, specifically. We also have an active Discord server where we do weekly Jackbox games. So come and play with us, goobers. Also, if you love Green Mountain Mysteries music, don't forget to go to michaelfreitog.bandcamp.com and buy yourself some good, good music. Thank you so much for listening. You are all my darlings. I am now your mom, and I am oh so very proud of you. Now, back to the episode. 
Welcome to the world of Pokémakers. We're Professors Fierce and Fierce, but you can call us Alex and JD. And we're making an all-new Pokémon game. But not like coding it, just in podcast form. What does that mean? Well, we're going to have discussions planning out our own region. Characters such as gym leaders, professors, and our own evil team. And of course, all-new Pokémon. Check us out at Pokémakers on Twitter, on the Pocket Podcast Network, or wherever you find podcasts. Gotta Gotta make them all! Back at uh, Desdemona's place, we have some fine folks waiting for Albion to be uh, released from his temporary incarceration. I would love to just kind of know what that that whole thing looks like as you are waiting for Albion to return. Or be returned, I suppose, in this case. Hmm. I think whatever is happening... Ro has a scrap piece of paper that she just keeps writing hashtag free Albion on. (laughs) (laughs) And she's just waiting for him to come back from his jail time. Uh, Des is even more anxious than normal. Uh, Sounded like Sylvester wanted coffee, so she's going to go and attempt to make coffee in the kitchen, but she's not very good at making coffee. (laughs) Sly knows this, but he's okay. <laughs> She's going to make tea for everyone else as well, and that will be superbly done, I promise. Sly is sitting in the chair, tapping his foot rather impatiently, which is kind of rare. <sighs> Sylvester, I I don't like this. Yeah, me neither. This fucking sucks. Uh, just, it doesn't feel right. We should all be together right now. Yeah, but we had to do... I hate to say it, but we had to do something and i guess this was the best way to show a act of good faith instead of you know all of us getting uh yeah i know it's just i i still don't have to like it no you don't you shouldn't i don't um you guys made sure that it was ditko he left with yeah yeah we did yes okay just cuz you know with stuff going on, I would hate for Albion to be alone with a shapeshifter. Right. Oh, man, can you imagine? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. Yeah. (sighs) I have a fun idea. I'm saying to Mike. Mm -hmm. What's that? Can Sly call his lawyer? He absolutely can. Well, he's gonna do that. (laughs) (laughs) okay go right ahead and call your lawyer uh what is your lawyer's name i can't say Vinny, can i (laughs) i mean you can can, i will can have a lawyer named vincent if you wish i'm doing it (laughs) okay fair enough how long have you had this lawyer might i ask uh technically he's not my lawyer he technically would be uh my dad's lawyer (laughs) But that's pretty much my lawyer anyway. <laughs> okay. Well, fair enough. So he's basically so Uncle you're... Vinny. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> no. He's... You did it. I did it. He's not your cousin, so. <laughs> there you go. Got him. <laughs> this is this is the classic Darius move, is pull the wool slightly over Michael's eyes <laughs> by being close to the reference, but not exactly it. Anyway, have fun calling your father's lawyer Vincent on the phone. And he does pick up uh, and is like... Vincent Gambino. No. Some people call him childish. No. No, Incorrect. It's bad. How about just Vincent Myers? I'll take it. I'm sure it's a reference to something, but I don't know enough. Okay, perfect. (laughs) Vincent Myers, attorney at law, how can I help you today, kid? Uh, yeah, hey, Uncle Vinny, it's, uh, Sly. Do not call me that. (laughs) Vincent. Yeah, anyway, um, I have a friend of mine, he's kind of, uh... Kind of what? Well, he could use some legal support, shall we say. Nothing serious, just, you know, your presence there would be greatly appreciated. Uh, what... Okay, what did your friend do, exactly? Uh... He, uh... 
was taken in as a suspect for a murder case, but he was nowhere in the area at the time, so I think they're just kind of pulling him in because they're drawing at straws. Huh. Okay. Well, that should be... Hmm. That should be in and out, I suppose. Typical fee applies, of course. Of course. I mean... So no family, yeah. so no family discount, then? Oh, uh, it is the family discount. Okay, then. Yeah. Uh, normally, for somebody asking for something like this, I'd charge double. Yeah, you would. <laughs> but not today. Where exactly is this friend of yours, uh, and, uh, what's his, what's your friend's name? Uh, his name's Albion Graves, and, uh, we're in Burlington, Vermont. <laughs> ah, okay. Well, fortunately for you, I'm not actually that far away. So... <sighs> really? The, uh... Where are you now? Oh, I just happened to be upcountry because it's, it's nice out. Oh, you know, fair so enough. Sometimes, sometimes I like to, you know, go go up and ski. And hell, you're closer than the good places in New York, so whatever. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you found something worthwhile to do in Vermont. I figured I might as well. Anyway, that's neither here nor there, and uh, my time is valuable. So, the Burlington precinct, uh, the one down by the uh, down by Lake Champlain. That's the one by the waterfront. Okay, great. I'll, uh, I'll be there shortly, I guess. Is it alright if we meet you there? Yeah, go for it. Okay, thanks. Alright. Your lawyer has been successfully called and will be meeting you at the police station. Cool. It seems like it's gonna be about 20 minutes for him to get into town. Alright. So, I guess the next question is who's on Rowan duty? <laughs> uh, you actually hear... Some, uh, footsteps plodding down the stairs as you ask. Oh. Um, I, I understand that, uh, it might be tea time at the moment, and I was wondering if it would not be an, too much of an imposition upon the host to provide if she is making tea for everyone else. She oh, is dressed yeah, in just course. an, like, oversized t-shirt, uh, that goes down past her waistline, and that's all that you can really tell that she's wearing. You can't, like, you don't know what else is going on, but it's it's a very long shirt. It says Jamaican me crazy. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Why does Des own that? Because it's, it's... Des's mom's. <laughs> it might be Des's dad, I mean. That's true. One I way or the that. other, it's a Des parent, and that's the shirt. It so, also says Fort Lauderdale it's... at the bottom. It probably does. So and Des is like, I've never been to Jamaica. <laughs> no. But, you know, the kind of tourist shit uh, that you send, <laughs> that you buy in Fort Lauderdale. So, yeah, you have uh, you have Rowan in an overlong t-shirt, uh, basically asking for tea. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, and she'll, she gets on another mug because she's got the kettle on. <sighs> oh, fantastic. Thank you. I'm feeling considerably refreshed from having spent some time in good, clean water and enjoying the hospitality that you provide here. I, I greatly appreciate that I am not outside right now. Oh, I'm happy to hear you're comfortable. And our newfound friendship. And Ro goes in for a high five, knowing that it will not be reciprocated. Anyway, uh, where's Albion? Uh... The four of you are usually traveling in a pack, are you not? Yeah, that's one way of putting it. He's, uh, currently in, uh, holding. Is it holding? Or is it when you're getting interrogated? Like the tank, right? <laughs> no, that's like when you're drunk. Oh. I guess All I of this known. is nonsense to me. Okay, so basically he's been arrested. He's in that jail. That I understand. He's not in jail. He's in holding. It's not jail until they actually I prosecute you. <laughs> I don't care what he's in. I don't like it. Yeah, it fucking sucks. So which is why I called my lawyer to go over there and, you know, make sure nothing shitty happens. Shittier. 
Okay, mm. so your lawyer's going over. Okay. How much more time do we have? Uh, he said 20 minutes. So I figured, um, well, I guess that coffee's gonna have to be to go. Um, Ro, do you want to come with? And Des, would you mind staying uh, here? Or whatever? Sure. All right. It's only about I'm five good. to ten minute drive. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd like to stay close. Uh, just get him back here as quickly as possible, please. We will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's going to start digging in her cabinets, like, towards the back for a thermos instead. <laughs> Ever the provider. <laughs> it also says Jamaican me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a set. <laughs> yeah, you know, t-shirt and coffee mug sets. And these yeah. novelty sunglasses and the keychain. <laughs> I mean... As someone who's been in many Jamaican tourist trap in my childhood, you're not far off. <laughs> and the bottle openers. Yeah, there's a there too. Oh god, they really are. It's just the whole the whole store is just the one thing. But it's several different little and, things. And it's like, why would you have a business model like this? But you know, you apparently make money somehow, I guess. Why? Because to I don't each even know who Ted is. In, Why is his name on a keychain? Because <laughs> to each person that comes in, it's unique. My son is it's also unique named to Borden. them. <laughs> we have a Sylvester and a Row that are heading down to the precinct. In the meantime, Des, are you going to have any fun, meaningful conversation with the Nixie Rowan? So, um, how's your day been? <laughs> oh, you know, it's been incredibly boring. <laughs> Refreshing, certainly. Invigorating to be feeling healthier for the first time in a long time. But I well, hate uh, it. Uh, well, what do you like to do for fun, then? Mostly hunt my next meal. Okay, so, uh, we'll table that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I see. Scategories. A <laughs> Charades! Just kidding. <laughs> um... <laughs> Pictionary. I was wondering, um, do you have any idea or can you describe to me, like, what might be going on with the water? Where you're from? What made it so uninhabitable for you? Well, it's not the water where I'm from. That's the first problem that needs to be corrected there. It's the water where I have recently lived as a, a hunter trying to hunt down your friend Albion. So, where I am from, the water is, is perfect. It's always just the right kind of cold, but it's pristine and pure. This water that you have, it's disgusting. <laughs> I, um... I do not fathom how you put it into your bodies all the time. Are all humans just gross? A lot of them are pretty gross. Uh, I, I try not to be gross, though. Um, and I hope that you're not feeling gross in my home. No, there is ugh, something comfortable about this place, which, again, displeases me to have to say. It's so warm and inviting. Ugh, I loathe this. And yet, here you are. Yes, I have no real choice in the matter if I want to survive. And I do. So, how do you deal with your very limited time on this planet anyway? Do you just surround yourself with comfortable knickknacks, drink the disgusting water, eat the terrible food, and then one day you die? Well, I mean, most people kind of have 
the same life plans and trajectory. Uh, you know, we try to do our best with the time that we have, try to fill our time learning and socializing. Um, Rowan is audibly yawning. Okay, well, um, I could see that I'm just a scintillating conversationalist today. If you want to, we can enjoy our tea in silence. Mm. I mean, you did ask, for so. You. Yes, I did. Yes, you are correct. I, I do not mean to offend. <laughs> I... I mean, myself personally, I, I talk to the dead, so... Ah, yes, then I do believe I shall prefer to enjoy this tea in silence. Oh, you, you're... Good time. That is, that is so rude. <laughs> Rowan is not super nice. Keep in mind, Rowan was really mean to me last week, so, uh, this is... Everyone gets a little bit of that. <laughs> so we talking shit because we're not there. <laughs> now, mm -hmm. also... Speaking of conversation, is there any interesting conversation between Sylvester and Roe on your way to the police station? No, they're just I cranking the mixtape. No, I'm just kidding. Go on. I, I, <laughs> I think that they start out listening to music and they're vibing. But, uh, hey, uh, Sylvester? Yeah, what's up? So we are not close, correct? Uh, I guess not? I don't know. I really don't um, usually think about close and not close too much. But Yeah, well, I know... No, go ahead. Uh, I don't know where I was going with this, honestly. Um, yeah, I, <laughs> I, uh... I don't know. I, I know I a lot. And I'm not really good at it. <laughs> Is that because but, of um, what happened to you? To me? Uh, yeah. No, it's because of something that happened before that. Okay. Or at least I think. Okay, so... <sighs> I've actually never told anybody this before. Long story short, um, me and my two sisters, we kind of just used to, well beat the shit out of people that deserved it where we lived a lot <laughs> mostly it was me and sam uh our youngest uh natalie she didn't really do that as much but she was really good at like digging up dirt on things mostly you know when you find uh you know when there's like assholes that like run a gang and shit and they think they can just do whatever the fuck they want to people oh uh yeah very familiar yeah. with that well, me and Sam used to beat the shit out of those guys, and they used to kind of start to realize that they shouldn't be doing that. Okay. So you've always yeah. been... I mean... Not hero, because I'm sure you'll say, no, not. But Borderline I mean, vigilante, been... sure. <laughs> okay. Just because I know, like, Albion's got his whole hero thing, and, and Dez is definitely, like, some kind of superwoman. But I know you don't have magic but you still somehow are just as powerful if not more than all of us i don't know i think your whole deal is interesting that's nice of you to say yeah i just i mean because you could you know like kick a ghost's ass and that's definitely kind of scary to me <laughs> <laughs> i mean as long as you know how to kick a ghost's ass then you shouldn't have any problems that's valid Mostly that's Natalie that's teaching me that. I don't think you've met her yet. But um no. she's uh she's interesting. She's like I think she's twenty two right now, but she's about she's taller than Sam, but she's like scrawnier than me and her. She's like a she's basically like a palm tree. It's kinda of funny. <laughs> hmm. But um she's kind of the reason why uh well, there was one time where I think me and Sam got in over our heads. If it wasn't for Natalie covering for us, well, we might have been in some deep shit. Well, that and uh, our, my lawyer, or my dad's lawyer, I should say. Hmm. 
had a pretty interesting life with pretty interesting people, haven't you? I mean, yeah, I guess when you think about it overall. Uh, I guess I do have a question for you, if that's all right. Yeah, shoot. Is Common your real last name? Oh. Um. You don't have to tell me if you don't want to. I mean, yes and no. I mean, it's my dad's last name. And when I was young, that was the name that I was, you know, grew up with. But technically, no. It, it's It's kind of confusing, actually. Because we've got, obviously, you know, my magic mom and my crime dad. Right. I think that when he was kind of coming up in his whole you know, mob deal, he changed his last name to seem more scary or something, because I don't think the last name Smith is very intimidating. <laughs> and he was trying to hide, so I think he put on a mask, I guess, for yeah. our names. I guess not too many people here watch uh, Tokusatsu. <laughs> but, uh... I yeah, love the so... dead silence there. <laughs> it's it's Power Rangers bullshit. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, I see. At this point, you've you've basically arrived at the police station. Oh, thank God. And <laughs> it is not uh it's not exactly how you expected it to look, especially because you can't even get in the parking lot. Oh. There is a a uh, very quickly set up barrier at the entrance to the police station, and as you approach, you can see that there's at least one squad car behind that to basically really say, don't come in here right now. Uh, how do you approach this situation? What the fuck happened here? Uh, let's go get our boy. Yes, And I would assume they both get out of the car and start heading towards the barrier, right? Yeah. Where are you parking? Uh, well, since I can't park in the parking lot, I guess I'll park across from the police station, kind of, I don't know, close enough, but not so close where they're like, you know, they get all jumpy and shit. So maybe half a block down. Okay. So as you are approaching, you get, uh, basically once it becomes clear from your approach vector that you are hoping to actually go into the police station... Uh, you see a, you see a uniformed officer just like, um, do you have business, uh, today at the moment? Uh, yeah, I'm here to see, uh, Detective Sergeant Ditko. He is currently occupied, and we are, uh, actually, any business that anybody has at the moment is going to have to be put on hold, uh, He requested we come tomorrow. because of, uh, you know, the situation inside. He, uh, called us directly. Yeah, we're gonna pick up. Give our... me a moment to confirm that, and uh, the <laughs> officer just sort of uh, picks up the little chest radio and just like, uh, I have two individuals here claiming that Sergeant Ditko called for them. Can I get a confirmation on that, please? Uh, you hear that? You hear back that they are are asking for pertinent details, and he gives a rough description of the two of you. I'm gonna show him my and... ID card. <laughs> my university ID card. <laughs> yeah. And I just do a nod. <laughs> I have a confirmed identity of a Dr. Sylvester Cooper Smith from the University of Vermont. There's an MD at the end of that. There's an MD at the end of that. Confirmed. Thank you. Uh, it'll be, it'll probably be a minute before we can get any confirmation on that. And you hear uh, an interruption over the radio as he's basically trying to tell you, like, you're no, like, no, I don't think so. Uh, they're like, uh, please send those two individuals in. Uh, they have actually been requested by Detective Sergeant Ditko. <sighs> Excuse me? Send them in. I just start walking in. Uh, you, you uh, okay. Uh, He's just sort of flabbergasted there as you walk past him. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no no problem. Uh, meanwhile, Dez and Rowan are just quietly enjoying their tea together. 
and there is a startling noise that is coming from behind the house. You see Rowan, recently rejuvenated, get up with speed faster than you could muster, uh, and she just is boom, zooming to the, uh, the rear of the house. Oh, uh, shit. Wait, 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 wait. And uh, you, you then hear, as you're racing towards the back, a peal of unnatural laughter from Rowan, and you look out your back window and into that same goddamn hibiscus, as always, <laughs> is planted one Albion Graves, having recently fallen out of a hole just above it in the sky. And you hear a, a little voice uh, that says, Goodbye! And it closes. Albion <laughs> is going to just push himself to his feet and just start staggering inside. Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket.